Welcome to Pod of the Dead. Uh, on today's episode, we will be talking about the movie Buffy the Vampire Slayer. On today's first lightning round episode, uh, <laughs> we, <laughs> we are oh, going to get into it. I am your host, Nicholas, and with me, as always, are two beautiful ladies, Stephanie and Natasha. Hello. Hello. Um, yeah, okay. so uh, last week fucking banger we watched the witch so badass um this week uh god god this damn is my fault this is my fault my fault my fault I'll shall we gone. call it a palate cleanser sure maybe we'll appreciate everything after this comparison to this movie oh my god oh boy okay so let me let's start out by saying when we started this podcast we all wrote down lists of movies that we wanted to see that either we had already seen and we wanted to rewatch in order to you know review or we um wanted to see it as a whole that we had never seen before so this was my pick and it was on the list because i was like man i remember growing up i really loved buffy the vampire slayer the movie and i was like let's let's put this on the list oh god okay so let's context here the movie came out by 20th century fox in 1992 so that would have mean that me and nick were what seven six or seven when this movie released tasha was probably still just getting out of diapers i was three if it came she's out in 92 she's still in diapers three. she's still in diapers <laughs> yeah that's so you. like that's contextually that's where we're at and so I was like, that's, I want to rewatch it, see if I like it, if it holds up, you know, because a lot of like cult movies, uh, or we'll just use that term loosely with this movie, but um, <laughs> they, uh, they, you know, sometimes they hold up really well. We, we watched Scream, that movie we all agreed on was awesome and like it really held up with its, with its time and so when i was like this is not scream no it's it's not (laughs) it it made me want to scream (laughs) so we watched this movie last night as a rewatch i probably haven't seen this movie since i was probably early teens so like a long long time ago long long time ago so yeah and then i've also watched the tv show and i watched um angel and stuff so we'll talk i'll talk a little bit more about that in a little bit but let's let's let nick kind of bring us back into to what we need to talk about here all right so buffy the vampire slayer is a 1992 american comedy horror film directed by fran rubel Cousy and starring christy swanson donald sutherland paul rubens rutger hauer luke perry hillary swank and david arquette right there how the fuck is this gonna be bad oh okay yeah it follows a yeah it follows a valley girl cheerleader named buffy who learns that it is her fate to hunt vampires it was a moderate success at the box office but received mixed reception from critics oh i'm I'm gonna give it some mixed mixed response here (laughs) the film took a different direction from that which uh its writer joss whedon intended so joss whedon is a huge name in hollywood nowadays he's responsible for writing and directing the first two avengers movies oh he, damn yeah he wrote the buffy the vampire slayer television series he wrote uh serenity uh, and firefly uh he wrote uh he co-wrote the movie cabin in the woods which we will oh, be wow. we will be doing on this podcast in the future um so the dude's like a a, a a hollywood Legit writing good. juggernaut yeah. yeah yeah on paper this movie should have been great yeah Fuck yeah you know uh five years later he created a darker and crimi- uh, critically acclaimed television series of the same name uh so the budget for this film this is what i was kind of uh talking about last time the witch was its budget was four million dollars in mm-hmm. 2015. so we're in 1992 this movie cost seven million dollars oh my god (laughs) oh wow where where the fuck did that money go where's the the money lebowski it's the ears it's the ears oh that's where it is solid teeth yep it's probably the fact that they paid for certain cameos and then because of budget constraints and stuff and timing they weren't able to get these cameo all these cameos in that's true Okay, so there is one cameo. I'll just say it right now and everything because it doesn't matter to the storyline or anything. But there's a DJ at a dance and it's Slash from Guns N' Roses. Oh, and so, we, we also have Ben Affleck in here. Thank you. Yep. 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 But like, I read that his line was so bad, he had to have it dubbed over. <laughs> oh. 
Oh. He's like, oh my god, I'm Ben Affleck. <laughs> no, Ben, stop it. I was like, it's first roll. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Uh, all, the ones that they wanted to have in, and I think were in contact with, like they they said that they were going to uh, be in this film as cameos, uh, were uh, David Bowie. Oh, damn. Mick Jagger and Carrie Ewells, who is uh, from The Princess Bride. The, oh. And he's also in Stranger Things, like the uh, the main guy from The Princess Bride. Yeah. But yeah, like, so the, like for some reason, the director was just like, yeah, no, we're just going to put all these rock stars in this movie and just have them have cameos. This is where the $7 million had exactly. to have gone. Yeah. Like, yeah. Two of those not, million definitely exactly. went to Slash. Yep. Oh, my God. God, it, that's this, so bad. Okay, okay. Continue. I'm going to try and be prof- going to try and be professional. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, let, let's do let's do the normal so, stuff, and then we can tear this thing apart. Oh yeah, yeah. So the well, the box office though, like it's, they said, it was a moderate success. Seven million dollar budget. They did get a return on their investment. It was sixteen point six million dollars. Okay. In nineteen ninety two, you know, like not not too shabby, you know. So um, yeah that's uh that's basically the history of it uh my history with the film is i also remember seeing this when i was younger and i remember liking specifically one character in the film played by paul rubens uh he was my favorite character in the movie and because of his uh paul rubens is uh he just passed recently uh but he is the actor and creator of the beloved character peewee herman so so he's in this film playing a vampire and his role as the vampire in this movie i love it's my favorite there's also a couple other uh people that i didn't actually remember being in it that i liked their roles in it even and that's take like there are three characters in this movie that i like and they're not the leads (laughs) (laughs) yeah yep all right so can we talk about our our reviews we've got a a one in a ten star review well tasha real quick what's your history with the film oh yeah sorry didn't know it existed and i actually (laughs) i'm sorry that we did this to you yeah this was this was work man uh yeah i didn't know it existed i thought it came out like as buffy the show was out didn't realize that it came out well before um yeah so thanks guys you're welcome (laughs) yeah yeah we got a we got a 10 out of 10 review somehow on this movie and we've got a one out of 10 uh let's see here let's go with let's go with the 10 out of 10 first who's got the 10 out of 10 i do and um it's very short so that makes (laughs) sense (laughs) buffy the vampire slayer is an instant campy classic sure of course, it does not measure up to the series that followed, which is 1000% true. To compare them would be like comparing apples and oranges. The movie was funny and had a lot of slapstick comedy, while the series is dark and contains dark humor. Luke Perry and Christy Swanson rock as a couple, and Don- Donald Sutherland is a classic in his role as Merrick. Buffy the, va- Buffy the movie makes us all wish we were vampire slayers with special strengths and abilities. Uh- we didn't watch the same movie no um, shall i yep yeah well i just want to kind of like they say that luke perry and christy swanson in this movie rock as a couple um the, i i actually luke perry i think was okay in it but good lord this movie okay. there was no build of a relationship guys like no. there, there wasn't nothing it was like hey we're in the same place at the same time let's sure yeah. <laughs> yeah this is what people do in movies yeah <laughs> all right tasha what do you got for us i got a one out of ten abysmal quote comedy about a high school airhead learning she has a legacy to kill vampires donald donald sutherland plays her mentor decent idea horribly handled the film was heavily edited before it came out it's only 82 minutes because the studio realized what a bomb it <laughs> What a bomb that had. It didn't help. Christy Swanson is pretty good as Buffy, but Rucker Hewer is terrible as a lead vampire. He's a good actor, but no comedian. Luke Perry proves he can't do comedy. <laughs> <laughs> and Donald Sutherland phones in his performance. The script is unfunny and plotting. 
a total waste. This piece of crap would be totally forgotten if it didn't give us such a great TV series. Watch the series. It does everything right that the movie did wrong. True. Yep. So uh, we're going to throw up the spoiler warning right now and just, oh God, uh, this is going to be rough. If you like Buffy, uh, the movie, uh, we're sorry. Um, yep. <laughs> Because we just we all saw each other today. Be like, uh, it was our son Wesley's birthday gathering, uh, and uh, we got to talk a little bit off. And yeah, we already were just like, man, this is gonna be this is gonna be nuts. Yeah, yeah, <sighs> yeah. Here uh, we go. Yep. Yes. So, so just for context, why this is the lightning round is last week's movie. Six pages of notes. Um, this movie, barely two because there's not a lot of plot there's not it just it's one of, it's a popcorn movie and it's just here we go one of my notes is this is not good <laughs> <laughs> i don't remember writing that but it's like halfway down the page <laughs> God, jesus took the wheel <laughs> just wrote it for you well, which part when you start the movie and then it's like the hairy mole is what determines that they're uh, <laughs> yeah. they're, they're slayers. Oh my god! Yeah, that was great. Oh okay. my god! So okay. we start in Europe, the Dark Ages. We see Donald Sutherland and uh, a lady that kind of like looks like Christy Swanson's character Buffy, but it's in the Dark Ages and they're kind of doing some stuff. Then cuts to current day. <laughs> and yeah. I, I did kind of like this. Um, it just says, SoCal, the light ages. I was like, okay, right on. Good uh, one, writing. Yep, yeah. so good. Yep. And uh, we've got Christy Swanson as a cheerleader. There's a coach that I, I don't know what they're trying to do with this coach, but they're he's like they're a motivational speaker all the time. He's like, like uh, just counselor. remember. Yep. Remember, guys, I am a person. I have a right to the ball. My eyes rolled so hard. They about fell out of my head at this point already. I can't, I can't believe we both put that as our notes because I have that on mine, too. <laughs> yeah that was um that that was just and then their their like mascot for their for their school is the hogs and on the wall there's like a flat like a banner that says uh what is that hoop are something hold on our viper bit oh hogs are viper bitten okay (laughs) yeah it was right behind when they were cheerleading in the very first part of the movie and i'm just like what is that supposed to mean hogs are viper bitten i don't know no idea school mascot was the scariest part of the whole movie like (laughs) actual guy in costume yeah so um it cuts to the these girls they're valley girl-esque uh at the mall and everything but we do get this dope ass yellow leather jacket so it gets a point for that uh buffy's talking about this leather jacket and is like couldn't you just see me in this and uh her bitchy friend in her uh, her Hollywood debut, Hillary Swank, uh, is like that's like so five minutes ago and everything. So you're getting a lot of that, and yeah, this is are. at this point in the film already. I just I hate this because I hate that Valley Girl like oh my god kind of stuff, <laughs> and it's the whole fucking movie, and it just weighs on me. It's one of my favorite like accents or like voices. Oh. <laughs> But to hear it, yeah. oh man, like that's what I sound like. But it's done, but it's done oh poorly God. too. Yeah. Because like, yeah. think about it. Like Clueless came out how many years later, and they have a similar take in that terms of personality, yeah. and that yeah. works for that movie, and it's actually like enjoyable. I think the yes. acting in this movie was just garbage. Yeah, it's, and there's except there's, for a couple people, yes, it was. And like uh it said earlier, like Rutger Hauer is in this movie and he's like uh one of the leads in uh Blade Runner and stuff. He's also in like one of my favorite like kind of like exploitation horror action films called Hobo with a Shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking amazing. I hope we get to review it here. Um but uh He's a really good actor 
and he is so fucking bad in this movie and same with donald sutherland i've got some notes about this but like donald sutherland is a really good actor really good actor (laughs) and like when they say he phones it in i found out the reason it it doesn't make sense but like so joss whedon had written this character of Merrick and stuff and uh Donald Sutherland just kept rewriting his own scenes and stuff (laughs) it was was basically like insufferable so I've got screenwriter Joss Whedon found Donald Sutherland uh extremely difficult to be around Sutherland (laughs) rewrote most of his dialogue and scenes often making the scenes incomprehensible in Whedon's opinion Whedon praised Sutherland's act uh, abilities as an actor but called his behavior rude and Sutherland a dick (laughs) (laughs) okay so like I I would love to see like what he like what was on the page what Donald Sutherland was supposed to do because he if if we're to believe this everything he does is just flat and bore even when he dies in the film there's yeah. no reaction <laughs> it's just no, he gets it's sad terrible. it's just like oh uh, this is happening yep <laughs> but anyway so we get donald sutherland just ominously maybe he's just staring he does a yeah. lot of staring in this movie being a creep um and then we uh we meet luke perry and david arquette who play uh pike luke perry plays pike and uh i don't have the name right here but david arquette's character benny benny Benny. and uh david arquette is is good in this movie like he's the best actor in this whole movie i agree i got a soft spot for that guy he's he's (laughs) super fun in this movie yes um I did see some review that said they knew this movie sucked by the fact that they saw that David Arquette was oh, in it. <laughs> he's a good actor. Which I, w- I, I was kind of yeah, shocked by because I was like, he was in Scream. Like, Scream's a good movie. Like, are we saying that every... Like, there's just quite David a few... Arquette. Yeah, you know? like, there's... I mean, I understand there's films that he's been in that aren't the greatest and stuff, but, like, I have a soft spot for him, like, from my childhood. He was in uh, Ready to Rumble, which was, like, a WCW wrestling oh, yeah. movie. Yep. I fucking love that movie. It's so fucking funny. I watched it a couple years ago. Still holds up. <laughs> it's just sophomore humor, I, I but it's funny. You- I think you made our children watch that like a year or so ago and they were like, we're not, we're not doing this. It, it's oh. so good. <laughs> you know that he almost got killed wrestling in real life. Oh. Yeah. He, he was wrestling Nick Gage and uh, Nick Gage, like basically cut him real deep with some yeah. barbed wire. It was, Stabbed it was an accident. It was an accident and everything, but basically like, yeah, David Arquette was like, you know, like I want to do it real. I want to go hard. Nick Cage is like legit, like one of the hardest of the hardcore wrestlers. And he's like, all right, you're in my world now, boy. And fucked him up. Damn. <laughs> yeah. There's a documentary about David Arquette's uh, wrestling career. It's good and kind of sad. That's yeah, weird. Is. Okay. Yeah, I did not know that. that. I'm learning all kinds of new things. Yeah. Today. So if you want to know more about David Arquette, check it out. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we get god it's 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 almost painful to have to go through these notes because i'm just reliving the film so uh uh buffy sees her boyfriend in a car jumps over uh her boyfriend's friend to give him a kiss and stuff and we've got this guy like just ogling her ass and says i don't want to sound sexist or anything but can i borrow her and it's the like it's such gross the whole movie is steeped in this kind of like just sexist just garbage and uh so we then uh, my notes i it literally was like me just like suffering so like the the synopsis of this film just kind of jumps forward and jumps forward so we get to the point where uh her boyfriend i've just got him named as eyebrows because he has a very serious brow and everything (laughs) his name's Um, jeff his name's jeffrey Jeffrey is now eyebrows. Uh, he's getting stalked. He's walking like late at night. Oh, and no, that's not the boyfriend. That's the friend. Yeah. Oh, that's the just jock the f- friend. So the so we uh, I will backtrack here. So oh yeah, we meet, I got we, meet I we meet Luke Perry and David Arquette's characters in the movie theater, and the girls are sitting in front of them, and they're being obnoxious, and the guys are getting pissed off because the girls won't shut up because they're doing their Valley Girl shit, and then we jump to um, this part where jock jeffrey boyfriend is parked in his convertible which what is the thing with 90s movies and fucking convertibles i don't know and she jumps over and she kisses him and then that's when the sexist friend says the shit that he says and then the guy that's in the back seat the eyebrow guy with the like weird mouth a little bit he gets out and goes walking it looks like in a park and 
as like the as i think what happens oh as jeffrey and buffy's character go to hang out at uh their house so then you kind of know that he's gonna get you know gotten yep he's he's getting stalked by uh peewee herman's character again yep. i didn't i didn't write his name down it doesn't uh, matter yeah good lord uh, it says well no i'm gonna look and see if i can find his it starts, name here. it starts with an a i did look it up but i just kept writing peewee herman the whole time through <laughs> because uh his get up in this film is this is the first film that he did after he got uh arrested for indecent exposure in the like early 90s so it's kind of a crap thing that happened to him he was in an adult theater doing what people do in an adult theater and got found and they they just ran him through the mud with it and stuff and his yeah. mugshot is like the first time that you'd ever seen him outside of like his like peewee herman look so he has longer hair and like a goatee so he was like fuck it this is how i'm gonna look in this movie so he rocks the goatee mm. and the longer hair okay. and stuff yeah, that's cool okay and and uh so yeah the the eyebrows guy is getting stalked by peewee herman and then buffy is having like a flashback dream of being a vampire slayer and uh Peewee starts talking uh, to Rutger Hauer's character, uh, was it Lath- Lothos? Lothos, mm-hmm. and telling him how uh, he's starting to build him a vampire family. So um, they, we cut to the girls at a bar, bar. it looks like. And yeah. these are like high school seniors or whatever. I, None of this makes sense. No, they're, they're sitting there and uh, Pike and Benny are there just kind of hanging out and everything. And the girls are saying that they're trashed and uh, Pike's like, well, that would explain the slurred speech. And it's it's meant to be Good played. One, it's, Pike. Yeah, it's meant to be played as like this joke. Like this is like the best they could have come. Like this is fucking the yeah. whole movie yeah and then oh and then this was my favorite part of probably one of the part of the best parts in the whole movie was um we get ricky lake being their waitress <laughs> oh is that- <laughs> and, her, and, and her name is charlotte she even tells us her name in the movie and when i was thinking about this and i was talking about this so like crybaby is one of my most favorite movies of all time and she plays a character in that movie and that was like a year or two before this movie came out the uh that was released so she was doing some acting during this time i did not know that until i saw this i was like i thought crybaby was the only thing she was in but yeah she was in this too yeah she was in a a few things uh prior to her getting her talk show in the 90s okay see i didn't know any of that yep so uh i just have it luke and dave it's it's benny and pike uh are walking home drinking and stuff and peewee You're, you're missing stuff again oh god are you okay go just ahead let me do, just let me do this you can cut me off if you need to because right, I'm, I'm, t- I'm gonna take you out of your misery here <laughs> you, you can you can cut in when you need to you guys so at the bar they they have no money and the only money they can get is a hot dog and benny like drops change on change the thing. on a thing benny gets a hot dog and luke gets the bun and he makes some lewd comment with the hot dog to the girls and showing it like where his wiener is like this is his wiener and she slices it with uh like a butter knife or something cuts it down and then they make some lewd joke about penises and stuff and then luke perry spits out his hot dog bun and that was supposed to be like a really funny scene and it was just kind of again pretty yeah. fucking cringy and then that's Why when choking on a bun yeah, yeah. 90% of these jokes, like 99% of the jokes don't land in don't this film. Don't hit, yeah. Yeah, and then after that, the guys are all stumbling around drinking and they're sitting on a ledge and Benny's looking back over like this ledge and Paul Rubin's character comes in and he just takes him and then uh, Luke Perry, his character Pike, falls on the ground and that's when Merrick comes and saves him, randomly showing up to save him out of fucking nowhere. Yeah, at that no re- point, no I reason. thought those two were together. I thought Merrick and Pee Wee Herman's character were like in cahoots because oh, of that. They kind yeah. of come at the same time. Also, yeah. does it look like David Arquette's character already has vampire teeth? Well, he has like a golden tooth. It looked like he had like big teeth already, and then they just made him bigger. 
maybe maybe i don't know either it was yeah well and then um then we cut to the part where buffy is in the gym and she's like doing gymnast shit and (laughs) this is where you realize that she can like you know she's doing she's doing tumbling because donald sutherland does uh give her a thumbs up on her tumbling yeah and then that's when merrick comes like randomly in the middle of a high school gymnasium just standing there like gawking at this teenager who's miraculously by herself which is also very strange in the school and then um he's trying to talk to her to go to a graveyard with him even though he she has no clue who he is so creep factor number 10 and he finally talks to her about her dreams and all the stuff that she has and kind of slowly starts convincing her but then she goes into the locker room is that where we're at next this is the part of my notes where it just says this is not good no no, i I believe this is the part where he follows her into the locker room Yeah, yeah i think you're right and she's got like this montage on the inside of her locker there's nobody there again and you have an old dirty old man in the locker room with the teenage girl yes seven million dollar film yeah <laughs> maybe it was for the the glued papers to her locker i mean it's freaking weird so then he's talking to her still telling her about all this shit. i'm not even going to go into the details because it's not worth your time or mine and he she's like go away i've got stuff to do i don't believe in your stuff so he throws a knife at her face just like you do yep and then she catches it and she loses her shit on him and then he's still trying to convince her and she stabs it like he sits down why 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 are you sitting down in a girl's locker room i don't know and she stabs the knife between his legs on the bench again you threw a knife at her face it's weird he's like i had to show you that you were the one because yes yeah he says only the chosen one could have done that caught yeah. a knife that's the that's that's the stipulation oh, that's, oh, yep. sh- oh shit i fucking stabbed another girl in the face with a knife and that's not been her <laughs> yep like is that really how this is fucking supposed to work yep. like out of nowhere he just chucks like a bowie knife at her she snap claps it it's like yes you are yes. the chosen. yeah i'm not worried about killing you yeah yeah (laughs) and then as they're in there then she gets pissed at him for this and she punches him in the face and he slides back on the seat that he's sitting on on the bench and then we go to the graveyard and she starts getting cramps when they get near and in this show i can't remember if it's like this in the in the tv show because i don't believe it is she gets period cramps when she's around vampires which is the dumbest shit ever and so she's there and they're just waiting this out basically in a graveyard with a guy that she doesn't know and she's a teenage girl and they're waiting for these people to dig out of their graves who have just recently died in order to put them to their forever death with stakes through the heart and then magically she's just really good at this and magically she's also like apparently these stakes go on super easy because yeah. that was that was weird in itself like there felt like there was no real like oomph behind her actions like it was just like tap and you're dead <laughs> yep she's she's basically stabbing pinatas with yeah. stakes like it's yeah. just like whoop, and they're just uh, dead like it's yeah, yeah complete the, with sound yeah, yeah. literally a lot of uh yeah, the um, power ranger noises happening yes yes and then we cut to the part where and I'm, i could be missing stuff because this is what's on my notes so we cut to the part where pike is in his apartment and he's got this big bay window above a like an automotive store or something along those lines and benny is floating outside his window and asking him to come inside and this is probably the best scene in the entire movie in my opinion because it's funny and he's like i'm hungry and like it's just and he's like but dude you're floating and i'm like that was actually a good scene yeah but he, yeah because yeah. because yeah. benny just keeps like he's like floating there and it's like talking to him and he's just like come on invite me in come on man invite me in just like this the whole vampire shtick but yeah like it, it's just literally like come on man i'm hungry he's like you're floating and it's just like beat to beat like it's literally like you said like one of the very few jokes in this movie that works where it's just like i'm floating or, or uh, i'm hungry you're floating and that's it yep. that's the only time it's yep. like ah, that was kind of funny yeah I, one other time i laugh in this film 
yeah <laughs> well and then the then after this okay so i got the knife and the punching in the nose out of the way it was actually he shows back up after her school when she doesn't show up to do training with him and that's when he shows up in her locker room so there's two school scenes like back to back um for the most part because then she's mad at him that's why she punches him in the nose because he takes her to the graveyard and didn't tell her why she was there as if it was just normal to go to a graveyard. Yeah. anyway anyway so anyway between all of that uh lothos wakes up and he has like this weird coffin bed in the floor that has red lighting it's the dumbest fucking 80s looking shit yeah. i have seen it was very cheesy i don't know if that's supposed if it's supposed to be cool like that's like someone like the review said like campy and stuff like that like so much of this stuff like it's it's i don't it know how you're supposed to take it like it's I don't just either. not it's not cool it's not scary it's not funny like it's yeah. it's gotta it's, be one of those things though it's I mean. gotta be something yeah and it's not it's hitting nothing. like it's supposed to like it's it's missing the mark by a, a foot and so that's where it is so then basically we we start our training and i think this is when you were talking about like uh I'm glad they don't do montages in movies anymore because like her training, yeah, her training scene and learning how to <laughs> fight and stuff is like literally four minutes long, probably. Yeah. Yep. And it's just, it, they took a song. It was like a four to five minute long mm. song. They didn't edit the song down for time or anything. They just let the song play and just like, just edit a bunch of action shots over top of this. And it's her yep. kicking a kicking a heavy bag, yep. her doing some like, Ibo bullshit. <laughs> yeah. And, the, and then he's like talking to her. I think it was during the scene. This is what I found really strange is like she, he barely knows this girl and he's talking about how special she is and how she might be more special than the other girls like Merrick is like her trainer. And I'm just like, this is how would you know this? Like, and she's a valley girl who is just kind of she's kind of like the stereotypical dumb blonde mm -hmm. and like it, it just didn't hit for me anyway so then she's showing up to school late and the principal calls her in and asks her if she's on the drugs and this is where you can talk about it, honey because you like the scene i like the principal yeah, Did you? yeah i like yeah. i like the principal uh i don't have his name up in front of me he's but, a guy from uh, office space yeah it's it's milton waddams from yeah. office space he's also a dad in uh brooklyn 99 He's, he's the dude. I, oh, he is a dad in Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. He's uh, Boyle's dad. Yep. Right? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So this this dude's been in a crap ton of television shows, movies. His IMDb like acting credits are like for two hundred and fifty some odd things. Oh, nice. and I, yeah. And I believe I believe this is one of his first roles. Um, he was also like in Dodgeball and stuff. But yeah, he's just like you know. I did the I did some drugs once and he talks about being like at an Almond Brothers show and taking some acid <laughs> yeah. and how he could see the sound rolling yeah. off the stage and he does a good job like it, I, it's it doesn't make me laugh or anything but like he definitely plays his part yeah. well he's one of the few characters in this movie that I did like yeah. I like the I like the principal um, I like Benny and I like uh, Paul Rubin's character in this film yeah that's that's pretty accurate in my opinion too yeah and then she's while she's sitting in there hearing about the acid trip uh she grabs a like a thumbtack off of his tape off of his desk and she spits it at a fly and it like tacks through it on the wall and then we get my note says merrick is then explaining to her later after this that he is constantly reborn so his entire purpose in this world is just to find the slayer teacher and but it doesn't give any other information like the thing the lacking of just information in this movie and just expecting you to accept it at face value is is just abysmal like it's it's yeah it's uh, criminal because it it's, he says that like he's lived a th hundred lives training slayers and she's like well i'm different than the other ones and he's like oh are you and this this is supposed to be just like a fuck yeah line and it's so cringy she's like it is yeah none of them had my keen Fashion, fashion sense, sense. oh yeah. i died i literally yeah. not figuratively i literally died i am a I ghost it, now i think at this point my eight-year-old was like mom this movie is terrible <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then we get to the scene where like pike's trying to leave town in his van and he gets like 
taken over by these vampires and fucking Paul Rubens is on his roof and he sticks his hand through the top and he loses an arm and then he has no arm for the rest of the movie like he's missing this arm yeah he's uh, attacking the van and stuff he punches through the top Luke Perry's uh, Pike I'm sorry crashes into a tree which causes uh Paul Rubens to fly off, cutting his arm off, and he gets up and looks at uh, Pike and is like, "You ruined my new jacket," and <laughs> and looks at the other vampires. And I love that, like this line just rules because he's just like, "You ruined my new jacket." kill him a lot <laughs> and i did like that like i like that line you just like don't just kill him kill him a lot yeah that was that was the lovely and well then buffy just shows up randomly out of fucking yep. nowhere again and just she's like save the day we're here we're just gonna let our period cramps lead us to the vampires so uh and then you get to see more and during the scene of the vampire ears and i can never let this go in any movie because like the tv show has very unique vampire like base skeletal stuff when they turn into vampires and it's not appealing at least not in the first few seasons it's done poorly in my opinion but the ears in this movie were just why like it it's was, all um, it's almost like they took the the tips of the ears and tried to make them look like bat wings is kind yeah. of what i thought they were trying yeah. to do but it yeah. kind of just makes them look goblin-esque yeah they yep. just like mangled yeah yeah and then i have a thing that says lots of sexist crap so i'm wondering if this is the part where she goes in the school and the guy grabs her ass again i don't remember honestly yeah. oh yeah it might be that and then part. she like taekwondo's him to the ground yeah yep. yeah warranted yeah yeah because yeah buffy whoops some high schooler ass is what i've got and then after that it's vampire basketball game oh yeah because that's i don't that's, even have that in my notes that's Enter what we needed ben affleck yeah yes. ben affleck has entered the chat now so there you go get, get one line and what what like what are you, what were you telling us off mic earlier uh he screwed it up so poorly that they just cut their losses and dubbed over with <laughs> and and i think it's like a three sentence or a three line three word sentence of yeah, like come on man or something like that it's like yeah like that's like, it and he couldn't do it well enough no oh, well i don't know why it would have mattered because nobody did anything well in this movie for the most part <laughs> but that's the part that's the part they had to cut yeah they couldn't accept that oh yeah. my god well then she chases okay so then we have the dude from the beginning of the movie that paul rubin's character turns into a vamp he's playing basketball eyebrows eyebrows yeah eyebrows. that's what we'll call him eyebrows so then she chases after him she like goes into the court tries to get him changes after him somehow magically steals a motorcycle and knows how to drive it yeah yeah I, prior to this donald sutherland tells her like don't let him find out that you're the slayer or anything like that like this is like maybe just a scene before we get to this basketball game and she's just like i'm on the basketball court kicking this vampire's ass cover blown like yeah. no chill about this at all and but they never explain why they can't know either so like there, there's like so many freaking plot holes in this movie it's disgusting so then she magically steals like this bike and then instead of the guys like just the guy she's stealing it from says something he calls her a dyke or something like yeah like a slur and like i was like what's the per this is disgusting yeah because he he's he's basically like you want some real like power between your legs yeah. and stuff and then she like throws him off the bike gets on the bike and it's like you're a dyke i'm gonna tell everybody i'm gonna tell everybody that you're a dyke and it's just like what's the, the purpose of this yeah yeah and like the, i mean i understand it was the 90s so like the time for talking like that was a little more widely accepted but like that's not funny or anything like that's just yeah. disgusting it, it doesn't come off funny it's not mm -hmm. like I, I don't understand its purpose in the film like it just it just happens and you're just no. like okay oh yeah mm -hmm. and then magically she rides past pike's character and he's messing with a dirt bike at the time and he follows her again out of nowhere they're crossing paths again in this city and then he follows her to a fucking what is it like a parade float place and then that's where like we have this showdown with some vamps and that lothos dude shows up and this part makes absolutely no sense to me he's like trying to lure buffy in and like but the one guy's like she's not ready what is she not ready for yeah so is she supposed to become a vampire or is she supposed to i don't know kill the guy she's not ready to be taken by lothos is essentially what they kind of allude to throughout this movie that but 
it's but almost like she's she, supposed to she, kill him. Yeah, she's. I. It's this. Whole, I think they're trying to play on the thing of like evil corrupting good. So she's supposed to be the only line of defense for humanity, and he's supposed to corrupt her and make her his. But That's isn't what it Eric like. supposed to be on but like it, Buffy's but this, side? But this and makes it. It doesn't work. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. No, and then he like pulls out the Merrick pulls out like this steak and then what like uh he goes like to slowly stab a vampire in the chest and i was like i have never seen such a slow motion vampire killing and of course he just turns it around and kills merrick and then the death is just like bloop we're done what's yeah, with no, the handkerchief it never makes sense he's always no, just he's just like what, touching his he's, face yeah. he's chewing on it at one point oh it's weird it doesn't fucking make any sense and yeah. this is what donald sutherland wanted this character to be <laughs> yeah that's right and then he says he when he's dying or di- whatever says something about when the music stops yeah so like he knows how things are supposed to play out and then eventually she just becomes less valley girl so she's like standing up to all the girls that she was friends with and stuff and they're still living in their little fantasy world and now she's kind of opened her eyes and she's you know you do see like a growth in buffy's character throughout the movie but it's very minimal like obviously you're not getting a whole lot this whole movie is just full of plot holes and ridiculousness (laughs) and then she shows up to their dance because they're having like a one of their school dances and she's wearing like a fucking wedding dress like i was just like why why are we doing this well you're missing uh one little little oh, parts okay <laughs> so, yeah so uh pike is riding like this dope ass triumph motorcycle and comes upon buffy and she's kind of having this identity crisis about not wanting to be the chosen oh, one and right. all this stuff yep. and pike's kind of talking to her and i've got written down she like again it's it's supposed to be like you can tell that like this line's supposed to be very like yeah or whatever it's like i'm the chosen one and i choose to be shopping yep not good no fucking god like it's so bad yeah well and then i think he's riding his bike though in like a fucking shopping mall so he's not even on a road like he's (laughs) riding in the middle of a mall on a motorcycle like what it's, it's at this time that benny then finds out uh buffy's name so like so now it's like oh yes we it's have buffy. her name but it so it doesn't telling say her why. name has power it doesn't fucking make sense i don't know i, don't I think know it either. was to like bring all the other vampires to her like I guess. it's buffy this is yeah i don't know we did we like didn't that. we didn't figure it out when she was on the basketball court fighting the vampire but yep. okay yep. yeah but the fact that they've already met but that's <laughs> yeah yeah and don't don't worry guys like we're almost done with this movie like we're we're almost there like the terribleness is about to end here's so, the climax yeah this is our climax of our film where you they're having their dance she shows up in that wedding dress and like the montage of like oh she's walking into the room and then magically the vampires start breaking into the school and she's like well they're not going to get in and then is it Hil- what's her name hillary, hillary swank, swank. Hillary Swank's character's like, but I invite them in. They're teenagers yeah. in high school. They're, so I was like, they're all seniors. Seniors. Yeah, make me gag. This was so stupid. So this was was this after Luke Perry just wandered in as like the knight in shining armor? They're like, I'm here for your dance. Yeah, are we? Because you're, I don't I don't remember the run down of that. It might there yeah, was a whole was, like yeah, yeah he the was whole thing of like your boyfriend's with somebody else and it's so sad and then luke perry's just like i'm here yes are we supposed to are we supposed to believe that luke perry dropped out of school and is like her age or is this motherfucker like an adult like coming to a senior dance i think it's the latter yeah, I think okay. I think he's out of school and well, yeah. he's like, drinking alcohol all the time, like in public, out of a flask. So I'm assuming like he's not stealing. He has it, his own so. place. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so. assuming he's like over the age of 21, hanging out with a teenager, and then bringing her s- some steaks. The wooden kind, not yeah, the not the, kind. not the delicious kind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was it's just weird. And then um, she goes out to fight these vamps in the movie. Like with his jacket with his jacket and yeah, her it's dress. a very it's a very iconic look yeah it, it is. is 
it's an iconic look like the leather jacket with the white dress it's like a very cool look like i'll well, give them they that. do that they do that in chucky too right like that's what what's her oh yeah bride in chucky the she does chucky. yeah yeah she wears the same kind of clothes in that right. but yeah she but her bottom of her dress magically rips perfectly when it's she's like going to go out <laughs> yep yeah because we just had to add the cheese factor and yeah yep 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 so the this is about the time where all the vampires start to descend upon the school buffy starts piecing some vamps apart and stuff and there are two wizard of oz references i wrote that too i saw that i did i wrote that too yes the toto one and then or i'll your little dog or something Mm -hmm. there's that one there's one before that one i think it's like a the cowardly lion maybe yeah benny's like come on put him up like yeah i wrote that yep 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 (laughs) yep uh so that's all after this slow dance that this starts happening and everything and then uh we got a problem and what is it i think luke perry is like we got a problem and i got a bag full of solutions okay so he brings her the stakes she starts fucking people up uh vamps have taken over the party yep there there it is i'll get you buffy and your little dog too is not good oh. no oh that's what yeah. it is it's it's this it's the, this line is delivered by uh paul rubens because he's, like, yeah, he, he's like i'll get you buffy and your little dog too and he's like behind her and i love like this is all good for me because like he's like do you ever feel not so fresh and that's it's from a tampon commercial in the mm-hmm. 90s <laughs> like <laughs> um and you hear this like light violin playing and we get in my opinion, the best vampire death to ever be shot on screen. <laughs> it's good. This, it is good. This is the scene that I was it like, is. oh, no, this movie's not bad. Like remembering my childhood. This movie's pretty good. I remember loving this scene. Go ahead. That's, that's it. Yeah. That's so it. she's she stabs uh, Paul Rubin's character, the vampire, and she gets him pretty good. And Lothos, the other guy that's playing the violin, standing there, and he allows her to do this. So he's like, I don't care if you off my dude that's been taking care of everything. And he just and he grabs himself and he has the slowest vampire death but it's a lot of the ooh, so, ah, oh ooh, and i'm just like this is awesome <laughs> he like scrunches down on his knees and taking little small steps yeah. three kicks to the wall the ah, oh, oh <laughs> ah, ah, ah. and then just falls down on his face dead yep done it was that, that is so good that's a great scene it was it, it, it was this movie could have been great great if it was just that shit all the time it's not yeah no no it went then basically i i can't even remember all the ins and outs of this because like he's trying to lure the lothos the main big bad in this well that's i'm gonna use that term loosely but the big bad in this movie he's like trying to get with buffy and she's not having it and then she pulls out a crucifix or something and he was like that's not gonna do anything and she's like well yeah and she catches she like catches it on fire and then she's like what are you gonna do with that or some shit i honestly don't know because i I don't don't care i don't either and she's like yeah but my keen fashion sense and she lights his head on fire with some of the worst special effects yeah Yeah. just very quickly that's where the millions of dollars went right yep. there yep yep we're slashing that little scene yep yeah and at this point i've got written down lothos is lame as fuck <laughs> yeah <laughs> he gets taken out by hairspray well no he comes out you, you're forgetting he comes out and we have a vampire sword fight <laughs> oh yeah i was I forgotten that. that part yeah, yeah that's true it's well, not it's over yet so no. bad but but luke perry is fighting benny which is david arquette's character during this whole time and they're in like the actual school and they're just going at it with each other and i like the ending of that where like he grabs benny and shoves him against the the electrical thing which is weird that it's in the mm. school gymnasium which makes no sense but whatever and he just gets electrocuted and i liked that part because like there was a lot of funny parts that were kind of shared between the two of them during that but man it was, it yeah was rough. Be- before the vampire sword fight we do get the principal again the acid tripping principal uh handing out detentions to dead vampires i liked that (laughs) detention 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 it's yeah i like that then you get this really lame ass sword fight the music stops she goes oh the music stops 
fucking kills Lothos. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My yeah. notes don't say any of that. No. Yeah. No, I'm, I didn't even write it. I, this is how my notes go. Principal hands out detentions to dead vampires. Vampire sword fight. What the fuck? Lothos dead. I stopped. That, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> and then there um, was like the, the little commentary of like Luke Perry being like, did I do all of that? Buffy's like, no, I did all of that with like all the death mm-hmm. yep. on them. It's like, yeah, we get it. <laughs> and then uh, the movie ends and we get like news reporter talking about the school dance and stuff. Um, it's just yeah. kind of wrap some stuff up. Yeah, that that was yeah, that, that was the movie. Roll well, credits. we do we do get we do get a credit scene, though, of uh, Paul Rubin's character dying again. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's about it. Yeah. And, so, oh, and we also get her boyfriend, Jeffrey, with the girl that he's now going, which is her friend that he's now going out with. And she's like, he made, he can't believe he made me do that. She's like, talking girl, about having, I can't believe, I can't believe I let you do that to me. Yeah, that's what it was. Right. Yep. He, basically, she, they, she lost her virginity to this guy is what it seems like or oh, something. And oh, she's just, yeah. That was lost on me. No, it, it, this movie was hard. It was. Right. I can't even remember any of the like the sequences half the time because it's just kind of like one big mush of just shit. The literally. movie has literally like five minutes of good stuff in it. Yeah, and it's it's eighty two minutes, and it yep. felt like it was two hours long. It was hard. It, it, it was so hard to get through. It, it was, was a marathon. It was. Our, all right so obviously we have some ring endorsements for this film uh who, who wants to unleash on it first go for it steph okay so i am apologizing to my fellow hosts here for putting you through this torture i am sorry <laughs> apology accepted you also had to go through it <laughs> oh my god it was horrible guess what i'll put you through stuff too it's okay i know well okay so last night i was like this wasn't worse than strangers because we watched that <laughs> And then I was like, the more that we're talking about it and the plot holes and everything, I'm like, Strangers was way better than this. And I didn't even like oh that movie. God. This so, was worse than a lot of things I've watched. Yeah, it was it was one of those movies that I probably, if I hadn't didn't have to watch it for this, I would have stopped it like way, way, way before. Oh, yeah. Um it does not hold up at all. And I'm I'm gonna go out with rating wise one through ten. Uh I'm I'm, I'm gonna give it a a very fair two. Ooh. All right. Tasha. I, uh, the only, like talking about it, it's fun to talk about, but watching it, I had, I got up so many times. I couldn't, I, it was, it was rough. I'm giving it a, <laughs> I'm giving it a one. There yeah, was, one. Yeah, it was bad. I wouldn't recommend it. I wouldn't watch it again. I didn't want to finish it. Oh, is yep. I'm one. Uh, I uh, I gave this movie a certain score. Okay. We began yeah. to talk about it. The score went down. Really? And then I real. It, yeah, it went down even more. And then I I realized that uh, my nostalgia for this film led me to buy this on Blu-ray for this Jeez. viewing because I thought it was going to like. I was going to relive part of my childhood. This is something that I uh, wanted for the collection. Uh, so because of that, it went down some more. <laughs> and be- well, because of Amazon that. Amazon has a return policy, so we can return it. Yeah, I'm totally returning this. <laughs> um, I felt cheated having to rent it. I can't yeah. imagine buying yes. the Blu-ray. Yeah. So for that, I'm also giving this film uh, an amazing two Paul Rubens deaths out of 10. Yeah. Yes. Um, but I do want to re- talk. Go ahead, honey. And then I'm, oh. I want to talk about the TV show. Yeah, I did. I, I originally gave it like a four, but then wow. that was just, well, that was just comparing it to like other films I've seen and stuff. Like I've seen some fucking horribly garbage films and stuff, but like just really going through this, I'm like this for its, for its budget and every, like how the yep. fuck, like, where did the money go? Where, this is so bad so so bad so yeah it's a two it's this is gutter garbage to the nth degree it is but you also have to think about like if you watch crappy movies that doesn't mean that they have crappy plots they just are crap like made badly sometimes and sometimes maybe they're bad plots but like this has everything bad like there's not any redeeming qualities overall it doesn't play on any note it's no okay so it's it's a campy horror comedy film 
the camp doesn't work nope. the mm -mm. comedy doesn't work the nope. horror doesn't nope. work none nope. of it works it's nope. bad 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 it needed yep. to be more to be campy in Correct. my mind yeah yes it was just really and and i can't even just chalk it up to like well it's 92 and blah 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 mm -hmm. i've seen campy horror films from the yeah. 80s and 90s that all still work this is fucking bad yes the only reason the only reason that it's not a one out of ten is because it like it, it still achieved itself at being a film and <laughs> it well hold on it, it is a film that's the number one like that's the base criteria yep. for yeah. this so that's podcast a, yeah. yeah so it's that's where movie. it would have it it's was a, a movie. movie so it gets a point for being a movie <laughs> And then it had five minutes worth <laughs> of things that I remember from my childhood and got to rewatch. Wow. So it Agreed. gets a point from that. Okay. Beyond and I don't that. have that childhood quality That's in true. Canada at all. So yeah. it's a movie. Yep. <laughs> so we got a one. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> it was horrible. But okay, so let me talk about this for a second. The, this movie was created by the same guy. Like he created this and then he created Buffy the Vampire Slayer at the TV series. Now, the TV series is dated. I'm not going to lie because I've watched it as an adult. Like I didn't, I watched some of it when I was younger and then I rewatched the entire series once it became like on a streaming service. And then I went and watched the Angel series that is, that follows right after that. And the show is so much better it is well plotted the graphics are dated because of the age of the movie or the show but other than that it's really good so like the characters are well developed there is you don't have valley girl shit like it's not sarah michelle geller plays buffy in that series and you don't get any of that are merrick in the show which in isn't merrick his name is like niles or giles or something like that he's like a librarian so like you get really built relationships with the characters there's more than just vampires in the show um there's like witches and some other things and they don't throw around uh, well they may because i can't attest to that because i haven't seen it in a while but like they have a les they they are inclusive in that sense where they have a lesbian character and some other things which i really enjoyed about that show so they're a little more inclusive in that way but the the movie's just a pile of crap like i said and the <laughs> and the the tv show is i think is worth the watch if you're a huge vampire fan like i am cool. uh one last little thing considering you're talking about the television series and stuff so uh he uh the screenwriter joss whedon so he's the one that went on and created the television show was so frustrated by how much of his vision was being mishandled and how how much of it was being rewritten that he oh, eventually wow. left the set during production and just uh, never came back okay wow. that makes more sense okay yeah because if you think about this dude that made this movie and then he's got this credit to it and then he came out and made the avengers movies and he made all these other really big iconic shows and other yeah. movies like I, that's just crazy to be associated that way and have this dumpster fire mm -hmm. yeah yeah it was really rough <laughs> I, I'm sorry to everyone that has uh, watched this in preparation for today's episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's okay. We got we it did, over with. We did. We gave it a collective between the three of us, five stars, if you add all of our numbers together. So if that makes you feel oh, better. Hey. <laughs> five out of 30? Yeah. That's a 17%. There you go. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'd yeah. have more respect for a zero percent. Yeah. <laughs> oh lovely. my goodness. So, I'm glad this week is over. Yes. Oh my god. What's next? What's next? Oh, well, no, I got. I have oh, wait. to edit. I have to edit this episode. I'm gonna have to re-listen to everything and relive all this. You're okay. welcome. What do you got, Tasha? <laughs> oh no, I we're good. Okay. What What are we watching I'll next? Answer. Yeah. What's next? All right. Next week, we're watching a good horror comedy, uh, oh, no. 80s horror classic, one of my favorites. Oh. Uh, we're we are watching Reanimator. Oh, Ooh. shit. Okay. I've never heard of this movie. I've heard oh. of it, but I've never seen it. I don't know anything about it. So, like, okay. I haven't so seen it. I only oh, know I Nick's I shouldn't say anything. It. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's a good. Movie. Okay. Okay. So, right. Reanimator, uh, 80s. I can't remember the exact year. I want to say it's like 1988. 
Okay. Um, so that's what we'll be going over next week. So for Pot of the Dead, I am Nicholas. I am Stephanie. I am Tasha. And come back and listen to us or else. Or else.